Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the Terriers Talk podcast and today we're going to be previewing Rotherham. Um, we didn't review West Brom, it's first game of the season, We I don't, think we pre- I don't think we previewed it either to be honest, um, but hopefully that's not a sign of things to come and we can continue um, or get some kind of form going. Um, obviously you were in Iceland so it meant that we couldn't record but you're back in Manchester so all is good now. And we look ahead to, to the game on Saturday against Rotherham. Um, so, obviously, we're both going to be there. What are your kind of initial thoughts about the game? I'm excited to be back, firstly. International football is boring when it has no meaning. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to be back. And with a win under our belt, three whole points. And it's as you said, it's, it's typical that, that our first one of the season, I wasn't there, you weren't there, I was exploring some volcanic crater when I got the uh, notification that we'd scored. And I'm thinking, oh, it is typical. But no, I had a great time in town warm, so happy days. Yeah, really excited. Uh, Going to be a really tough game against Rotherham, um, who brought some very good players in. And, you know, 20th place, one above town. It'll be a good game. Uh, and I'm, I'm quite confident, but we'll, we'll touch on that a bit later. Yeah, I think... Thing I don't want to say things have shifted cataclysmically because they've they've not. Everyone still knows kind of where the where things lie and and that things haven't changed overnight and over the international break. But going into the international break with a win under your belt is so so huge for squad morale because then you've got something to build from coming back off that. And obviously, yeah. players will train over the um the break and know that there's now a, a standard to go off after that game against yeah. West Brom because. We looked really good against West Brom in, in, in large parts of the game. So, And there are a lot of bright spells to talk about. And I think because we've not done a review for it, I think it's probably worth mentioning, obviously. Bergzog looked um, really direct. Um, Radoni was brilliant, I thought. Um, Radoni and Wiles. Yeah, really, really yeah. encouraging. Ben Wiles, I think it was a big thing. And I think that's something that I saw a lot of people saying after the game, that Ben Wiles was, was exceptional all game. And that's... I think some people even went as far to say it was the O'Brien replacement we needed last year. So it bodes really well. It's only one game, so you can't judge him so early and whatnot. But it's, no. it's really positive signs to, to go into this game. And playing his former club will be a, yeah. a perfect kind Boyhood of club. reunion, hopefully, that ends with, with Wiles being happy with three points for, for his current club. Yeah. Yeah, no, hopefully. And uh, really, as you said, very, very, very encouraging. Um, looked like we were, there was structure. We had a bit of a game plan for once uh, this season. And the reaction of the team to have a goal disallowed, firstly by Rodoni, which was a brilliant finish. So to good. go, unbelievable, yeah, well done. To go 1-0 up, Bergzog, again, probably an even better finish, which, oh, the, I mean, the way he took it and, you know, sat, sat a defender, not quite sat him down, but just, Got him out of the equation and just, you know, fired it across goal. Brilliant. Um, to, again, be caught on the counter-attack and concede, but then to score in the 90-plus. That, that We never do that, do we? No. We always say, oh, town will take a point. I think the last time we probably did that was Sheffield, Sheffield United away yeah. when Colwell, you know, when it, you know, one ball and then two minutes later it's 2-1 and I'm flying down the stairs at Ramo Lane. It must have been unbelievable to be there. And like you said, to go into the break with three points, massive, massive team morale. 100%, yeah. I think 
I think there's just a bit of confidence, especially from that result. And I think that, like I was saying, nobody's kind of now looking at the system, like the situation, like we're going to go and win the league. I think everybody knows that we're not. Um, but there's a lot more positivity around the things now and there's there's a lot more kind of, right, we've been through a very difficult run. You look at our games at the start of the season, absolutely horrible. Norwich, yeah. Middlesbrough, games that we typically lose. I'm, I'm not speaking Leicester, about Leicester and Plymouth. Plymouth yeah, we, we know what's happened, but now that we've got three points, we've got four points on the board, obviously, because of the Borough game. We're in a much better position. We're outside of the relegation zone and it's it's starting blocks to build on and that's something that Warnock will have been massive on over the over the break you'd imagine that there's now something to to look back on and kind of go right this is the yeah. moment where we've got things in our hands now we can change yeah. it. we want to stay outside of the relegation zone for as much of the season as we can um and be there at the end of the season so mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say it's a six pointer or i don't no i need to think how i phrase this I don't want to say it's a six point already, but it, it's one of those games that will be looked back on at the end of the season. Is of course, yeah, that yeah, will be yeah. a no, defining moment of the season. Obviously, Rotherham, with all due respect, to, uh, have been like ourselves linked with the bottom half of the table, linked with the relegation yep. zone. So it's going to be one of them games where it'll probably quite scrappy. And is yeah, that yeah. something that you're kind of expecting for Saturday, or are you expecting kind of the polar opposite in both teams to be going at it to the point where it's not scrappy? Well, I think. Firstly, what we do need to kickstart our, our campaign is a home win. Yeah. Um, and there's, I don't think there's any better game to do it. You know, you're coming back after the break. We've won prior to the break. I think he Warnock did, did need a bit of time in the season to work with his players. It's always good to play however many games we've played, four or five games, six or competitions, whatever it is. The point is, it's nice to stop, look back at all the games and think, right, this is what we need to do. So, in terms of the, Roth- the, the Rotherham game, I mean, if you look at their opening fixtures, they beat Norwich, we got battered. Yep. They've drawn to Blackburn and they've lost to Stoke, Leicester and Sunderland. So, a quite, you know, a quite tricky opening five games. Scoring seven goals and conceding 11. So, I think regardless, there will be goals. Yeah. Um, and they have recruited quite well. I mean, spending over a million on Sam Nom is in the championship. Rotherham is it's been it's, it's putting anything we've ever done recently to shame. Um, whether he converts on Saturday, we'll have to see. But back to back to the point, it will be scrappy. I don't think anyone's going to doubt that because it's two teams who need to get away from the bottom of the table. Um, again. Maybe Ben Wilds will have a bit to say prior to the game because you know that is his club, boyhood club. He, he captains, you know, um, he, he he is Rotherham, so he will know how they want to set up. He'll know how they operate, and he, I think he, I, I don't, I don't think there's any doubt he probably will win his midfield battles because that's who he's been playing with and training with every single day. So, in terms of scrappiness, hundred percent. Um, I just think Town needs to find the net because we found the net three times last Saturday. Two of them counted, and if we can build on that, I think that's all we really need to do. Because defensively, we we looked okay. Now we have looked very vulnerable on the counter attack this season. I think very evidently at, at Plymouth, where we were just quite honestly ran through uh, midfield were non-existent. I saw the same at Leicester, Norwich. I think we'll gloss over that because that was just yeah hell. But um, goals. 100% needed, and just to be really resolute at the back. But yeah, definitely a scrappy affair. 
It's like what you were saying about first point, the first win of the, the season at home. We haven't even had a point at home yet, unless I'm no, no. forgetting something. It's no. it's one of them where it's a Yorkshire derby. There's going to be a it's, it's going to be one of them games where tackles are flying in this that the other because both sets of fans will be wanting the the bragging rights as such over over a club that you know it's not a massive rivalry, but it's it's a Yorkshire derby, so it's it's still Yorkshire something. Derby, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three points on the line, it's something that at the end of the season, like I've said, it's going to come back to and we're going to look at this fixture and go, if there's three points and even if there's a point in it, we're going to say, right, even if we're behind for the full 90 minutes and it's a really scrappy affair, but it's a 1-1, you look back on it and go, right, at least we picked up a point against Rotherham or something like oh, yeah. that. It's, it's one of them games where you can't, it's a must not lose pretty much. So I think Charlie Warnock's got to kind of stay with the same system that was against West Brom, um, and that was a, a five back, which is something that me, you, and and a, and a lot of other people have been calling for the at the start of the season. That instead of playing the four, we looked slightly better in a five at the end of last season, and playing the five against West Brom, while we did obviously, like you say, look look a bit vulnerable from the counter attack um, for their goal, we still looked quite defensively sound. Um, yeah, Lee Nichols was exceptional as always. Uh, Hogg yeah. was great. Brilliant. Wiles was great. Yeah. Um, I believe Matty Pearson was good as well. It's, yeah, yeah. it's been a while, so if it, if I'm thinking things wrong, then I do apologise. But starting a five, surely got to be the same thing again. And the kind of question then, if we do start in a five, is do you see Diara come back into that lineup? Do you see Sauber come back into the squad? Mm, yeah, no, that was a that was a very notable. I'm gonna say that was a very notable omission. Both him and Tom Edwards, who had an absolute howler against Norwich, and we're seen arguing up and down that right-hand side. Warnock's just not, not having it. And you know what? I think with, with such a character like Sorba Thomas, I think everyone knows it, he's, he's a massive, massive personality. Whether that's positive or negative, I think it kind of goes in between with, with Huddersfield Town fans, because we know what he's like. But back to the point, that is brilliant. That's what we need. We need someone who says, I don't care how good you are, how good you think you are, if you don't put 100% in, or show the attitude I want in my team, you're not playing. Now, to drop them both is bold. To win with them not even in the squad, does that speak volumes? I don't know. Because it's one game, and I think both Edwards and Thomas, they're very, they're very up and down. Especially, I mean, Edwards this season, he's played what? He's kind of featured in probably every single game, and I'm, I'm still not sure. With Sorber, I've not been sure for what well, since he signed. Um, but, I mean, if it's not broken, don't fix it. And I think that is something that Warnock kind of lives and dies by. He is a, a guy who says, if, if you 11 players are winning me games, I'm not going to change it. So it will be interesting. Um, I thought Headley looked quite shaky um, against West Brom. I managed to catch the opening 70 minutes of it before I went on my volcanic adventure. Um, and he did look very vulnerable. So it'll be interesting if he's replaced on the left-hand side. Um, I mean, there's plenty of options. We say it all the time. There's plenty of options for kind of left-sided centre-halves or even left-backs. Um Utah, it'll be interesting to see if he slots back in because he's been playing a lot in the in, in the B team games and he's been scoring, he's been doing really well. But again, that is B team football, so you know we'll see what happens there. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, going back to what you said, formationally, I don't think he will change because kind of he's very structured. He's not like Pep Guardiola who will, you know, change up a team every week and mess with everyone's fancy team just because he's Pep Guardiola and he wants to because he's got the resources. We kind of don't have that resource. I wish we did, but we don't. So I think if we do find a system, we'll stick with it. Yeah, 100%. I think there's a few things there. Like I think with Tom Edwards, I think there's there's definitely signs of of a good player there, but I think it's no, just kind of agree. building that confidence up because I, th- I think he's not really played consistently for a while and he's still young like he's 24 years old like he's younger than Josh Karoma which is that's, yeah that's, that's that doesn't yeah, sound right saying no, it, it doesn't, doesn't it doesn't you um, shot me there but that's that's one of them things that you need to kind of look at and go you look at Josh Karoma six months ago yeah it was done and dusted for him pretty much and then he came really? back and he built himself up again so and the big thing about that that everybody and their dog has mentioned about Josh Karoma is it's due to Neil Warnock. So if there's any if there's any manager that's going to get the best out of a player, it's it's going to be Neil Warnock. And who knows in in six months' time, he might be saying we've got to do everything in our power to sign Tom Abbott. Sign him on a permanent, yeah. 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 So there's that, and I think with the, the situation now at wing back, especially if we do continue with a five going forward, is you've now got three players there that can fulfil that role of playing there. So you've got Edwards, obviously, you've got Sarber. You then got David Kasumu, who played there at partially. I think he played there against Cardiff, unless I'm yeah. mistaken, um, at the end of last season. And then obviously you've got Saba, got Reg as well, if he wants to. Yeah, you. I, I personally, I wouldn't bring him into the equation. I think there's probably you better having more makeshift players out of Kasumu and Saba than Tom Edwards mm-hmm. than you are having Reg in there because obviously he's more capable at right back and wing back you've kind of got to have a bit more attacking responsibility so f- for me anyway I, I wouldn't put Reg into that equation um and have him elsewhere in the pitch whether that's at centre back or, or holding midfield but again that's a yeah, completely different um conversation to have but I think with with Wiles and Kasumu if you have them both in the same midfield it kind of um can ask questions then because then you've got Rodoni, Kasumu, and Wild potentially. So then it's kind of like, well, where does Hog go? Because I think this season you've kind of got to make the most out of Hog while you can, and then kind of build off the back of that. So letting Kasumu play at wing back gets a really combative player who will run up and down the line because it uses the most of his his best trait, which is his engine. Everybody knows yeah. David Kasumu is exceptionally good um, stamina wise, like. He will run, chase, battle, tackle every single ball that he can for however many minutes there is in the in in the game. Whether there's ten minutes added on, fifteen, whatever, Kasumu will be there, and you've got a reliant player there who also isn't half bad at, at bringing the ball forward as well. So Neil's definitely got a a big kind of decision to make there, and it'll be it'll be interesting to kind of see who he starts. And as well with with what you were saying about um, Utah, it's kind of. It's a weird one because I obviously Ruffles came off um, injured against West Brom, but I don't think we know how severe the injury is. I think they said it was it wasn't that bad, but then it kind of opens the question of Nakayama played well in the cameo that he got. Does mm. he deserve a start? And personally, I'd say yeah. I think he's I think Nakayama's excellent. I, he's absolutely oh. brilliant, and he brings he brings so much. He's he is a class above, I think, and he 
provides something completely different to our defence that we don't get from anybody else because you look at his range of passing. Just, he's, just, yeah, he's, start, just starting there, his range of passing is... He's so progressive, and that's the definitely. thing. I think the last progressive um, or even remotely forward-thinking defensive player we had was Levi Colwell, and he is yeah. second none. You know, he... he you know the progressive passes he will make for Chelsea. The way he was breaking the lines, even even with Huddersfield Town, the way he would step out, even either take the ball himself or break the line with the pass. Mm-hmm. I mean, world class, and he is he's class. Um, and I'm not by no means am I comparing the two. Um, but it's 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 kind of the same concept. Sorry, someone's racing past on a scooter. Um. Yeah, it's the same concept. We need someone like that's going to break the lines because then, if you know, if you get it to someone like Kasumu or someone like Rodone uh, or Wiles, then that's just one pass and you've got Karoma who can cut in and do his magic. So that is something we need. And I think that someone like that and with that attitude and that capability will turn um, maybe kind of stagnant play into progressive passes and maybe even into goals. Yeah, 100%. I think... That debate about who starts over Ruffles or Onakiyama is one that will go on for a while because both bring something very different to the side. And I think either way, if you if you start them at left centre-back, you then get a much better player out of Jaheim Edley because his best, possession is, his best position is at wing-back because he's got as much attacking freedom as, as he wants, really. And then having somebody solid behind him means that he's got enough cover. So... It's it's something that I'm I'm really interested to see how Warnock kind of goes forward with it and whether Nakayama is given a chance to start because who knows kind of what he what he will be thinking and I'm gonna kind of pose the question to you early on here kind of what are you expecting to be the starting lineup on on Saturday if you had to name your starting eleven because there's obviously been a big talking point that we've we've not discussed yet but I feel like it'll it'll come with your your lineup choices. Um. So I think, wow, Ben. Uh, and Nichols is I'll, in there. We'll we'll, yes. we'll go from there. Nichols, yeah. And you go in with a five, and I don't yeah. think he will change that back line. Um, I think if he does make a change, it will be Headley. Okay. Because he didn't look too sure. Um. And again, you you could see Uta back in that. Lining up, which means Ruffles uh, moving out to to left wing back, um, midfield wise, Ben Wiles, it, you know, you bat your house on it. He will, he will start. Um, Hog, he looked all right. Uh, I was, I was, I was quite, you know, it's it's, it's just Hog's performance, isn't it? You know what you're getting with Jonathan Hog. Yeah, you, you know what you're getting. It's 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 so bread and butter. Uh, Radoni again, he, he was class above. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Now. Bergzog and Bergzog, obviously, brilliant. Kromo yeah. um, was benched, wasn't he? Yeah, it was so, uh, Rodoni, it was Rodoni, Hogg and Wiles and then Ward and Bergzog, I believe. You're going to bring me on to my next one. Now, Ian Harrop provided an assist. Yep. Yeah. He was subbed on for Danny Ward. And he manufactured our winning goal. Now, does that speak for itself? Am I being too harsh on Wardy? But uh, what you get in with Kean Harrow is a player who, when he's when he's thrown on, or if he's from the start, 
I honestly think, I mean, Ward presses his absolute backside off, but with Harrett, you're getting that and you're also getting chances. Yeah. And something that Ward hasn't provided so far this season. Yes, exactly. The exactly. Brutal, it's the brutal backbone of it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. Now, does he have the maturity? This is Harrett, by the way. We know what has the maturity. He's a, he's a top professional. But Harrod, does he have the maturity to lead the line in a championship side without someone like Danny Ward? Now, I think the only way to find that out is to give it a go. Yeah. And I think, I honestly yeah. think he's ready because, again, like I said, he provided the assist and without him, we wouldn't have got the three points. It was brilliant to see his family, to see his dad in the away end, full of passion, which I love. Um, but that is that is Harriet as well. You know, it's in the bloodline. There's passion there, and there's hard work and there's integrity. So you know what, I'd throw him in. I think I think the question is is there, and it's it's more than there. If anything, now I think yeah, there's Completely. a very he... serious case for Harriet to start, and I think I think Warner's got to kind of take a plunge on him. I think, like you say, though, the only thing is, is is he ready to do that? Is Harrett ready to lead a line? But then, equally... I mean, he's knocking the door. He's knocking at the door, and I think he's about to knock the door down. To be yeah. fair, he's, he's I, don't, I don't see what more he can do. If he's young and he's playing well, which he is in the cameos that he has done, why do you not give him a chance? Because Kian Harrett very well could be the next kind of big player that Huddersfield move on. Um, he he could develop into a however many goal season striker that Town haven't had in God knows how long as well. So it's long time. It's it's a big question to open, um, and it's all kind of I think it, it's not all up to Kean because obviously he doesn't get the say in it. But I think that position could be there for Kean to make it his own, um, and it's just kind of a case now of is he ready to do that. And does War not see him ready to do that? He's already been given a new contract, so the club are, are happy with how he's developing, happy with how he's progressing. Warnock's happy with how he's progressing, and Warnock seemingly loves him. Yeah. So it's just now the case of does he start? And I think what better what better time to start him than he, the the lads from Yorkshire, same as Wardy. He knows what it means. He's been at the club for ages. His first, his debut was against Leeds. Leeds, a few years yeah, ago. class. You know. What a time to get his first start against another Yorkshire yeah. rival. So, yeah. I, th- I think you've, he's definitely got to be in the question for it. Whether and I think it'll probably go quite late on whether he does start or not. So I, I, I really hope he does. I really hope he does. He's he's a breath of fresh air in here. I think that's what a lot of town fans want to see at this point in time. Because who knows, Harrick could start and do what he does for seventy minutes could get a goal, whatnot, and then Ward could come on and do what Harrod's been doing. Yeah. It's it's one of them where we've kinda of got to wait till Saturday and see what um Warnock says. And I think waiting till Saturday um is pretty much what we've got to do with everything else now. So I'm i I'm gonna hit you back with a question because you got me with it last time. Score mm-hmm. prediction. They say I've been horrible I've I've done no, lineup no, prediction and score I'm, prediction. I'm confident. Two one town. Two one town. That's yeah. that's brilliant. Two one town. Yeah. And I'm Inclined to agree. I think I think Town scored twice on on Saturday, but I think I think we can. I don't think we concede. I think we went too well. Wow. Yeah. Oh, fingers crossed. That'd I think that that'd be in my eyes. It'd be the perfect result. Well, it's, yeah. it's positive going forward, and it's defensively sound, which is two things that we've not been like completely sold by so far this season. So if we just a simple win, it'd be yeah, yeah. A simple win, would be lovely. I, I, just we'll stop it there. We'll just say a win would be nice. Just a win, yeah. Just a win. 
We'll do we'll do yeah. a preview. We win. We'll do a review. Life will be good. There's no yes. there's no worry about a curse or anything. We're not we're not jinxing yeah. anything. <laughs> Just please win, town. <laughs> yeah, please. And I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. So as always, thank you for watching. Please um like and share. And if if I'm not missing anything, Jay, um we shall see you hopefully after a Yorkshire Derby win. <laughs>